Hi and welcome to episode 97 of the This Is Reportage podcast. My name is Alan Law, I'm the founder of This Reportage and This Reportage family, and I'm a photographer too. So fab to have the awesome family photographer Sandra Stockmans on the podcast today. Sandra was just recently ranked fifth in the Netherlands on This Reportage family for 2021 and joint 30th in the world with six awards won from us in the year. Sandra talks about one of her specific, very emotional awards in the episode today, as well as many other things, including her personal project about children with congenital heart defects, why and how she also photographs businesses in a documentary way, day in the life and year in the life shoots, why it's important to not only capture the happy times, and Netflix synopsis game, how growing up in lots of different countries had an effect on her, and much more. Hey Sandra, how you doing? Hey Alan, I'm okay. How are you? Yeah, I'm good. Thank you. All good. Yeah, lovely to hear your voice. Yeah, same here. I've been, <laughs> I've been, I've been, I've been listening to you these last couple of um, days. Uh, oh, cool. Preparing oh, a little bit. <laughs> oh, cool. So you have, you have a good idea of that, what's to come then. That's cool. Good. Yeah. Good, good stuff. Um, and how is, I, I have been starting with the weather a lot. Let's keep that tradition going. What, what's okay. the weather like with you? Because you're in Holland, aren't you? Yes, I'm in Holland, in Utrecht. That's, uh, well, I'm in Maarse. I live in Maarse, and that's a, a little uh, village near Utrecht, Amsterdam. Okay, cool. Yeah. You know, I've, ne- I've never been to Holland. So I would love to go. I've still never been. Yeah, well, you should come. Mm. Have you been to, you've been to the UK, haven't you? I have been to the UK um, with my parents when I was uh, younger. And on my own, I've been to London, but I think, but that's already maybe 20 years ago or something. Oh, and yeah. I've, uh, and in my student uh, years, I've also gone on uh, with a friend of mine on, on like a cruise thing. Oh, cool. What, to England? All, all around, I yeah, guess. Yeah, to England. But I'm not, I, I can't quite remember. We thought the cruise would be um, like in, uh, fun and interesting. Uh-huh. <laughs> it was kind of weird, but, um, but I, uh, I don't quite remember where we ended up in okay what, in what uh place but somewhere in england somewhere on the coast then <laughs> yes <somewhere. laughs> that's funny oh cool oh, that's good though you've been here i i yeah i need to get to holland sometime definitely and what is the weather like with you at the moment it's a uh, gray uh when i'm look, i'm looking out of my window right now and it's gray and um yeah, that's it. It's okay. Great. It's great weather right now. It's same here, actually, though. I'm yeah. a, so I live in Cornwall, very southwest of England, and uh, yeah, I've yeah. not had the sun for a few days. Um, you mentioned there about maybe you visited England with your parents, um, and I read actually like on your on your magazine thing how you've lived in lots of different countries when you were a child. Can you can you tell us more about that? Because you were all over, weren't you? Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, so. Um, when I was born, I'm the first of three kids. Uh, it's me and my two brothers. And uh, my father um, is an irrigation and drainage engineer. Okay. And his first assignment, so they, I was, I think they were about 25 when I, I don't think, they were 25 <laughs> when I was born around that, uh, around that age. Uh, just finishing their studies and uh, my dad got his first assignment in Peru, in Pura. So he, um, and we went along, of course, my second brother was born in Peru 
And then, um, well, we went all over the place. So we also, oh, I've also lived in um, Hearn Hill, England. Oh, in, I don't even know where that is. <laughs> when I was around five. Well, and that was uh, waiting for the next project uh, my father um, would be going on. Right. Okay. So uh, we've been, uh, we, I've lived in Bangladesh, uh, in, uh, in different, um, in Java, Bali, uh, in Indonesia, uh, on two islands. Wow. And, um, and we ended in Peru again. So that was kind of like the circle. Uh, oh, okay. How, how's that expression in English? Oh, I don't know. Oh, well, I don't know. The circle of life oh. or? or. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> That's a bit of a grand way. <laughs> yeah, we started in Peru and we ended in Peru. And um, we, we, we ended because my parents wanted us to have um, uh, the Dutch education. Okay. Um, so I was in the, second, in the second half of my second year in high school. Uh, and we always went to international schools. I was and, going to ask about that, whether they homeschooled you or you went to international schools. Okay. Yeah, no, no, no I, I don't think homeschooling was such a big thing back then. Mm. Um, like wow. I read a lot from American colleagues uh, or, or see it on Facebook. But uh, no, we, we went to the American schools there and I even went uh, to Yavan Bali, I think, to a little... Um, uh, um, uh, um, how do you call that? Uh, <laughs> like like their own little school. Okay. Uh, um, God, what's what's the word of? Um, okay, so so <laughs> I've, had a, I've had English from my zero to my fifteenth year, and then uh, we went back to Holland, and so I don't speak English that often anymore. I watch, of course, a lot of English series and movies, and uh, your English is brilliant, though. You sound yeah. like a natural speaker, like an English speaker. You really do. Oh, thanks a lot, but I'm still searching for words. I find, yeah. Oh, but wow, that's amazing. Honestly, yeah. it's proper amazing. What was it like though, experiencing all those different cultures as a kid? It must have been pretty, pretty awesome. Do you think it's had an, an effect on you as an adult as well? Absolutely. Um, I think from moving every two to three years from country to country, I've learned to adapt and uh, I'm very open, uh, maybe sometimes too open, especially in the Dutch culture. Um, and oh, really, in what way? What do you mean? Is What's the Dutch culture like then? In with Well, what I found was when, and, and especially when, uh, when I came uh, to Holland um, and I went to school here, um, it was very, um, it wasn't very easy to become part of uh, a group or or, or make uh, friends very quickly because I came like I said the, the second year of this uh, the second half of the second um, grade of uh, the internet uh, of school okay what age what I, kind of age was that then uh, for, uh, 14 15 uh, okay right sure so then friendships are already made and yeah. so it's difficult and I I, I remember that um uh, when we came to Holland, I uh, uh, the clothes we had or I had uh, were not very modern, and um, the clothes we uh, had for the school in Peru were was a gray uniform, 
It was a gray skirt with a white shirt. So I haven't, I didn't wear gray for a very, very long time after that, I remember. <laughs> and I remember the first time um, uh, we went shopping for clothes and uh, we went to the Benetton. I don't know if you, you guys have a Benetton, oh, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So um, here it's, it's um, anyway, it was in that period of time. Uh, it was very proper and very um, like, uh, so the neat people had it on the the people that were I don't know I, anyway we I bought their uh, a red corduroy uh, pants and mm-hmm. and I think I had it on one day at school <laughs> and I love red but um, it wasn't really my style of clothes uh, you know looking back in hindsight. Right. Um, yeah, I don't know where I was going with this, but that um. <laughs> <laughs> no, is cool. It's interesting. Yeah, because you're saying about um, when you were growing up in all those different cultures, it made you kind of more open, which was a bit different to the kind of Dutch. Ah, right. Yeah, good for you to get me back on track. Um, <laughs> so, uh, so I was, I was, a, I was um, used to telling my story because in, in every country we lived, um, if you told your story, then it, it, you made friends faster, and then you could you could go on being friends from that point forward. Right. But here in Holland, it and. I have noticed that it's um, if you are so open and you tell everything, people sometimes look at you like, okay, what do you want? <laughs> or, oh, really? Okay. Or what's the angle? Or yeah, that well, that's what what my experience was um, when I first got here, and it has also been my experience in my in the beginning of my student uh, years here in Holland. Yeah. Okay, oh, yeah. that's interesting. I think it's yeah. probably similar in the UK. That kind of yeah. What what do you want when you're being so open with me? Yeah, I, yeah I, exactly I, right. Yeah, I get uh, that. Mm. And 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 but it 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 was my way of introducing. I think I guess myself and um you know stating this is who I am and um but it wasn't always appreciated. And right. and that's where I think uh, you asked so uh, what it did to you. I. I have always said there are two kinds of people that come from abroad and I'm talking from my experience. So if other people have other experiences uh, growing up abroad, but um, you're open or uh, and insecure and you, you can get insecure or hard or you're hardened and you're closed off because uh, okay. that's what I that's what I um, encountered. And I was absolutely <laughs> the first one, very insecure and very open. <laughs> Um, so and I think that in- insecurity still is uh, still can play a part in who I am now, and I just turned fifty. So <laughs> some things never leave us, do they? I'm 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 very similar, I think, in that way as well. Yeah, definitely. Um, what so when you when you were growing up in those different cultures, were you, were you speaking bits of different languages and things? Yeah, I was. Um, I think uh, in Indonesia, uh, I know only one word from that. Oh, that is Trima Kasibanyak. That's what I remember. Oh, cool. What does that mean? I think, yeah, because we went to, a, oh, now I know the word I was searching for. Uh, um, that's the local school. We went to, a, I went to a local school there. And um, I remember my mother telling me that uh, we were like these three blonde children sitting on a bench and they would pinch us and... <laughs> in the cheeks and stuff so yeah we we talked a little bit of indonesia back then right um but i don't um or the language that 
is spoken in Indonesia, but I don't um, I don't remember that at all. And Bang- and in Bangladesh, a lot of people spoke English, and we went to the international school. So the most of the things we the most the language we spoke the most was English. Uh, and, okay. um, in Peru, in Peru, of course, uh, Spanish as well. And my grandparents moved to Spain when I was seven. And every time we would return from uh, every year, we had like a, we could take a break and we went to Holland and we would stay one week in Holland. And then the, <laughs> the rest of the break, that was five or six weeks, we would stay at my grandparents' house in Spain. So Spain is for me, the place where I feel uh, still sometimes do feel the most at home. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. What an international life you've led and are still yeah. leaving. That's so cool, yeah. isn't it? I mean, yeah. a lot of people, a lot of people around the world just never leave, not as lucky to, to even leave their own country that they're born in. So it's, it's pretty amazing, really. It's cool. And did I read that you, you were once an au pair in America as well? Yes, wow, <laughs> I, did, I did that too. Yeah, that was funny because um, I think in hindsight, because you asked me also what it meant, I don't think I would ever want to change my youth, mm. but it what it 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 isn't it wasn't very easy. Um, all those different changes, which you mm. don't notice when you're living that because that's the life you know, but right. afterwards you do. There there's a lot of impact what I when I was ta- talking about being insecure and open and well and having to deal with the teenage issues uh girls have at that age. Yeah, I bet. I mean as you mentioned as well about um trying to get make friends when you came back at 14 and 15, you you never really I guess had a set core group of friends that you grew up with because you were moving around so often. Exactly. So I'm also someone who has like um um i don't have a set of like a lot of boys here in holland have like group i don't know how it's in english but have like a group of friends they grew up with Mm -hmm. really cool i don't have that Uh, yeah that is a shame i have a group of girlfriends from that time i have one really good friend from from high school and um she's like my sister oh that's cool yeah and um um yeah, and then you asked about au pair. Yeah, au pairing and yeah. So <laughs> I thought that would be a good idea to go and ha- be an au pair in America. And uh, because I always watched the um, hi- because I had been going to international schools, I missed that the last few years um, being at school in Holland. Right. And um, so I don't know why I went and and became au pair after uh, my graduation in my graduating from high school. <laughs> yeah, how old were you when you went and did that then? But um, I thought that was the way to go to 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 go to America. How old were you? I was eight. Eight. Uh, I was. 17 going on 18. Wow. Isn't that, were you not scared? That's such a brave thing to do, I think. Go to America. No, and I was become... very, very homesick at the right. beginning. I remember, I, <laughs> I remember times when the mother and the father would go out of the house. And then the, uh, I had a little girl of two and a, a boy of four. Wow. And the little girl would be crying and I would just cry alongside her. Oh no, Sandra, I can <laughs> Oh, I can imagine that. That must be oh, that would be so stressful. I think being so far away from home as well and, and having a big responsibility as well. Were they the family that you looked after? Were they someone you already knew or did you, how did you get that job? Well, um, so my uh, so because of my parents' uh, work, uh, they have contacts, and um, uh, the um, I have to say, so the lady of the 
family worked at the Pentagon and the guy worked at the World Bank and at the World Bank they were friends of my parents and they put up a note or they uh, had seen a note asking for an au pair and that's how we got in touch and um, I think even and that's that I met the guy because uh, I'm thinking oh really hard <laughs> uh, so the Berlin Wall fell right yeah and around that, I think around that period, he was there because of that. And then he came to Holland to meet me. Right. Okay. Yeah. You must have gone, wow. wow. What a thing to have done. Honestly, I'm like kind of in awe at the life that you've led. It's proper, <laughs> proper cool. It really is. It's such a brave thing to do as well. It, it's, um, it's so funny because before we started here, I was talking about how I get nervous for, you know, doing a podcast here. And then and then you've gone over thousands of miles away and looked after a different family in not your native language as well. It's proper, proper cool. Yeah. Cool. yeah. So we haven't even mentioned it yet, Sandra, then. But, you know, with all your traveling, your childhood and everything you've done, I think you've been a project manager for a long time as well, haven't you? How, how did you get into photography? Well, um, so... Uh, when I had to start choosing uh, what I wanted to study at the university, uh, the first thing, uh, one of the things my mom came uh, back to me. No. Um, okay. So um, I was in, I was an au pair in America and then I had to choose a study in Holland. And my mom came with uh, this um university study which was called uh, languages and cultures of latin america and of course we ha i lived in peru i didn't i had no idea what i wanted to be mm -hmm. except that i found <laughs> i found uh, this year in one of my diaries that i wanted to be um someone who worked with handicapped children so that's also funny but anyway i um i uh then i i i i she told me about this study and it was a, quite a new uh, direction uh, that they were uh, teaching. Um, and oh, it's not a direction. I'm sorry, Alan. <laughs> oh, you do it. Honestly, you're so good. It's really interesting. It's great. great. Uh, okay. So this was a new university study uh, who, what, which had started maybe a year or two beforehand or maybe four. I, I, I can't remember, quite remember. But I thought, you know, I lived in, in America uh sorry sorry in south america and i found that very interesting let's do that study so i went to um to do that but when i finished uh, i also uh, did a year of um Sp so i'm a spanish teacher as well i, oh, wow, cool. I taught at uh, i taught one year at a spanish school and then it was my turn to look for a job <laughs> and that was not easy um it was it took me I think half a year to three quarters of a year. And I worked also as a security uh, officer at the airport. Oh, wow. Cool. <laughs> that, well, that must have been quite fun, though. Must be, was it? Yeah, so, so, so the ones that um, you check the bags. Oh, cool. And look at what are in the, in the, in the suitcases and stuff like that. And oh, I, I always get nervous going through there. I have nothing to hide, but I always get nervous still. <laughs> yeah, but it always goes off as well, right? Yeah, that's the thing. Uh, isn't it? <laughs> uh, anyway, so uh, I could make more hours and so earn more money doing that than, uh, than uh, doing the teaching job because I got uh, an offer like for eight hours during the whole week. And I was like, yeah, but I can't pay my rent. Right. Mm, right. So there was a, there was um, a to there was not a lot of job opportunities in that period of time when I was searching, but I, the IT just boomed. 
And that's where I started looking into uh, businesses uh, that were searching for people and um, and I was always liking the communication factor and stuff I was okay I was I was awesome I was great but the technology hmm <laughs> okay so but then I found um, uh, an organization that chose people that chose profiles that didn't look at um you you, you did have you did need to have a little bit of a affinity do you say affinity yeah yeah good word yeah yeah for 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 technology which i did I, you know i didn't really have but i, I am a fast learner so cool. uh yeah and uh, so I, I i i did that and i had the job uh from being the interview to having a job within three weeks oh wow cool so i worked there for about 10 years and oh, wow that's a long time it's on a job yeah yeah, and but with uh, so much, I so I enjoyed it so much, and then um, I got into a kind of conflict with salary because there were young younger people coming in. Mm -hmm. They were earning. Uh, so my generation was a very uh, loyal generation. We still, uh, you, you know, you're pink at heart. It was pink, uh, pink elephant, and there, there's also a pink elephant in. Uh, there was also a pink elephant in England. Oh, okay. And in America as well. Um, anyway, but um, so you still have. A, I still at fifty. 20 years later, still have a connection with that company. It's so funny. Oh, cool. And uh, but then I thought, you know, okay, so I need uh, so. Um, I need to get, uh, so I had that conflict and I said, you know, I want to earn, uh, this much more. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, and they said, uh, and, and I could earn that in two other, uh, organizations, um, uh, which are, which were part of the pink rocada which was which was called which it was called then and um and they were offer me about thousand or twelve hundred euros more and they and they made an example of me and then i thought okay so now i can stay or i have to go and then you know so i went and i and i i ended up working for the uh, as project manager in it for the police organization in holland all right wow gosh how long did you do that for yeah about about uh, about seven eight Eight years, I think. In in wow. total, I worked uh, like about fifteen to seventeen years as a project manager, and that's where uh, it was. It was hard work, and that's okay. I'm fine with hard work, mm -hmm. uh, but it was a very, um, I always say, a very special organization. <laughs> um, I learned a lot, but it was also tough. Okay. And um, I had a very, in, in my last project was a very interesting, very cool project, but um, uh, I ended up, I think I ended up there in a burnout kind of situation and they were reorganizing and then I thought, um, this is my, I'm going to start doing photography because photography was, that was in, this was in 2016, 17 and I had been photographing since, well, since my 18th. But, oh, really? Why? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I bought my first camera for my money I earned at McDonald's the year before I uh, left as a nanny because I wanted a camera for my year in America. Oh, wow. Awesome. That's cool. And cool that you worked at McDonald's. I love McDonald's. <laughs> well, yeah, I heard you talking to someone about McDonald's. Yeah, <laughs> I love McDonald's. What was it like, what was it like working at McDonald's? Uh, uh, the, the, the truth? Yeah, the, yeah, the truth. Go on. Well, what I can remember of it, because I don't have a very good memory, so that's one of the also one of the reasons I take uh, pictures, um, is that it was kind of stinky. Okay. 
<laughs> I had to do a lot of bathroom cleaning. <laughs> right, cool. Could you eat like? Could you eat whatever you wanted though? No, I don't think so. No, you don't. I don't think you you could eat. Uh, I I think you did have. Uh, you could eat while you were there, but not everything you wanted. No, I don't. I I I, I don't think so. That's disappointing. But anyway, sorry, sorry. That's I got a little McDonald's segue like that. But yeah, you bought you bought your first camera at eighteen. Then okay, cool, cool. Yeah, and so then, uh, so then at twelve, uh, so um, in two thousand twelve, I was asked to do a reportage um, from a henna um party i don't know okay. if you know what that is but that's a moroccan um uh so the women and the and the men are apart and i was asked to photograph the evening of the woman women together and uh and i i shared a couple of those pictures which i could share because they really want to be anonymous oh, okay um i shared how, how yeah. did these people ask you were they friends did they know that you were into photography no. or how did they? yeah so uh, i was asked by a friend of mine or or um someone i knew back then and it was her uh, working lady no. <laughs> i did that one for free okay cool and that yeah. was my first uh, so i um uh, i shared a couple of those images on facebook and then uh, from those images i got two inquiries from friends of mine uh, one was of a company of two ladies, and uh, they asked me to make uh, photos for their website. But I also we also made photos for a book of them, oh, cool. theirs. And I was asked to take pictures at the um, uh, for the hospital um, for one of the children's uh, departments. All oh, right. Okay. And, uh, also for the website. Now now they have a totally different website, but uh, yeah, that, that those were my first paying two paying jobs. Wow, and they're quite varied, different kind of things as well, but still documentary, I guess. No, these were these were set up. No, because that's oh, the okay. thing, right? When you start, you do everything and nothing. Mm, yes, <laughs> right? that's true. You, mm. And that's what I was doing. I was doing everything, um, everything. And then uh, I was uh, trying to figure out what I like to do. Uh, because uh, you all, yeah, I, but lifestyle, and I came across the world lifestyle a lot, but I was like, I'm not doing lifestyle. I'm not, I don't, so for my own family, I wasn't doing lifestyle and I didn't like that, but I, I was doing photography of life. <laughs> and then I found, um, I found Dana Life and uh, Kirsten Lewis, and that's oh, yeah. how I started in documentary family photography. Ah, cool. And what year, what year was that? And when, when did you decide to like, to, to quit your job as well and go for photography full time. Full time. That was in two. That was a uh, two thousand sixteen thereabouts. And okay. um, yeah, I let go of of uh, the security of a paying job. Yeah, that's always scary. What What was the point that made you decide you you wanted to do it full time? Was it because you knew you had a certain amount of income coming in, no. or you just couldn't do both things, or what was the the point of of well, change for you? Yeah. Uh, so the organization was making me was um, uh, I was at a point that I didn't want to go uh, oh into work or something. yeah I I was reintegrating again um, uh, from from the burnout and um, I had had a couple of very tough years before that so I have kids from 11 and 13 okay. and when my daughter was born um, we had in our surrounding uh, village, um, we had a, a family drama, and I was um, the I was 
the one who last saw um, and spoke with them. Yeah. And that made a huge impact um, oh, gosh. on me. And, and I kind of I, I kind of collapsed. Um, and then with work as well. So it was all around a very tough uh, year in 2010, 11. Okay. And that uh, it took quite a while uh, before I was I'm uh, I was um, seeing the light of things again, right? Right. Yeah. Right. I yeah. And um, so now I lost. Uh, this is also when you're 50, you lose. <laughs> <laughs> that was so cool. I was just uh, we're talking about the point where you decided to really, yeah, quit that that your main job. Yeah, exactly. So I was reintegrating and again, and um, I thought I, you know, this 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 place is making me ill. Uh, I don't want to go back again. And so I decided to, and they were reorganizing and with reorganizations in Holland, especially also with the reorganizations of public sectors, um, uh, they have social plans. Do you know what that is? Social plans? Mm, yeah. In, uh, or, or I'm not sure. No, in what way? What do you mean? <laughs> okay. So, um, they have like social plans that uh, when they're reorganizing, people have to leave the company. And so oh. they make up plans uh, to um, do that. And they have a different kind of um, arrangements. So okay. I took one of those. Oh, like redundancies type things. Yeah. And I and I and I took the one uh, of uh, 18 months of I could keep my salary 18 months and start uh, and start or my own business or start looking for a job. And once I had found my, when I, once I, once you find a job, that uh, social plan stops because you get salary from another, via another uh, route, right? right, and, right. And, and, but I decided to start my own uh, business. Ah, uh, cool. It's so, it's just so interesting to hear. So cool. Yeah. It's a, a, a slight similarity in me in that I was, um, I was getting really anxious about my day job as well. That was a big reason yeah. why I kind of, I quit um, as well. I, I quit. I was in doing like search engine optimization before I was oh, full time really? photographer. Yeah, a handy skill to have with being a photographer. <laughs> yeah, I guess it was IT. Um, but it was making me yeah. stressed and I kind of quit. But they they kept me on as a freelance basis. So I was kind of working for them from home. But that was still really stressing me out as well. So, yeah, it was a big push for me to go into photography full yeah. time. Yeah. Um, and you mentioned earlier on then about how you found something from early on, how uh, you wrote how you wanted to help children, handicapped children. Is that from an old diary? Or something? Yeah, that was from an old diary. Yeah, I oh. found I found out because I thought I always thought I wanted to be a teacher. And then uh, that, 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 that was my dream as a child. And in a diary, I found that I wanted to be at I wanted to help uh, or be a um, a care a taker for handicapped children. And I think that is because I have a handicapped nephew and a handicapped niece. All right. Okay. Yeah. 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 So uh, I came from that. And I, I mentioned it as well because one of your personal projects is yes. about children with congenital heart defects, isn't it? Yes. Can you can you tell us more about that? I mean, your work is extraordinary and so powerful, emotive. Um, yeah. Can you tell us more about that? Oh, thanks so much. Um, yeah. So, um, uh, as I was telling you, I was, um, um, so I stumbled into, or stumbled, no, <laughs> I found documentary family photography, Day in a Life, and what I wanted, and, and I started doing a lot of um, 
work or a lot of workshops and the only one giving that at that time was Kirsten Lewis uh-huh. uh, and anyway the one that I found right and uh, I loved her work and I was very inspired and I love the way she teaches and um, and when I so I had um, was that an online workshop or a physical one or no the first time well I, I've met her life as well uh, but um there was a retreat in Germany and she was, so she was coming to Germany with Jenna shoulders. And oh, yeah. I, <laughs> I grabbed that when I, I when I heard um, that that was coming, I signed up immediately. That's cool. Uh, so I went there and uh, I asked her uh, in the last couple of days, if she would do something like that in Holland. And the year after that, um, uh, she came to Holland for a workshop and a, re- a retreat and an advanced in the field workshop so yeah, um i partly organized that and um oh that's cool. for them yeah that was really nice and so when you say it's kind of retreat type thing is that mean is that like just a small intimate number of you are you all kind of like staying together for a few days and things yeah exactly yeah. so the retreat um it, 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 it was the same in germany as the one i organized here was uh, there were about 15, uh, 12 to 15 people and um, they and it was a, a photo retreat. So we had a couple of assignments, but mostly it is critiquing your work. And yeah, okay. I found the way she and uh, Jenna do that very unbiased, very um, uplifting uh, on the um on, on the level you're at. So some may be a little further than others. And they oh, put cool. on that level. And I found that very, um, I thought I was, I, I loved the way they did that. So that's I wanted great. to come to Holland and do it here as well. And they did. And that's uh, cool. You're so proactive, as I have to say, you're so proactive with doing yeah, things, I, which I really respect. It's awesome. It's really oh, cool. nice. Uh, yeah. So, and then that was the the key uh, I had for the advanced in the, in the, uh, in the field workshop, there were four photographers, um, uh coming from well one from italy denmark uh and and two from holland mm-hmm. and they came to do that and i had to find families for them uh, yeah. and so i contacted the, the so this I, I contacted this foundation for kids with a congenital heart defect because a friend of mine uh, a friend of ours i must say because it's the best friend it's one of the best friends of my partner uh, michiel um, he has a congenital heart defect and was uh, part of this organization and had asked me in 2016 to photograph uh, one of their events. And since then, I photographed their events. And uh, so I went to that foundation and said, look, um, uh, I need four families. And I would, l- I mean, I would love to have uh, to give this gift this to those families. And um, and. At the end of their uh, week, I had a full day uh, in life workshop. So, so they mentored. So Jenna and Kirsten mentored me in the field, and that was my first uh, family with a heart defect. Right. Okay. Right. Where uh, the mother told me that the question the kid gets asked so much is uh, when he takes off his shirt, "Hey, what do you have there?" Mm. 
and then I thought, oh, and so I didn't think much about that. And then I, um, in that same year, I did the year-long mentoring program with Kirsten, and it was all to try to find a, a personal project. And you start off with uh, just brainstorming ideas of what you wanted to do. So I had I had written down I want to follow uh, uh, because we're we're a hockey family here, field hockey. Oh, so cool. My son does it. My my daughter is uh, doing. Uh, uh, she's um, the goalie now, uh, but I think she oh, might cool. be be wanting to wanting to stop. But and I love hockey. I've, I've played hockey as well. And You've got to be pretty brave to be a goalie, haven't you, in hockey? Yeah, she doesn't. Yeah, but you're you're so well. You are protected, and she just stands there. It's just so awesome to see. And, um, she. Uh, uh, oh yeah, so I had I had I had uh, put on the list like I wanna I wanna follow one of the girls' teams, uh, but I also have this um, uh, this item of uh, of doing a project with kids with a congenital heart defect and I really want you know one of the things that drives me always is trying to do something that matters to me but uh, especially to the people I'm doing it for I really want to do something that matters mm. and uh, so I chose that and then we were discussing okay so I can follow one family or I can follow a lot of families and I uh, chose to follow a lot of families so I could practice in every kind of situation, uh, the documentary family photography. So that was my, that's my, that was my practicing field, uh, so uh, to speak. And I got in, I, I, I um, followed 34, more than 34 kids. Wow. In all aspects of their life. So I went to uh, a swimming lesson, a horse riding, a horseback riding. I went to school, the elementary school, the middle, uh, the high school with a, but I also photographed um, an open heart surgery and, of course, the birth. Um, my first birth, and until now my only birth, but that's that, you know, and that was a very um, humbling experience as well. Is yeah. that the is that the one that you won an award for as well? With um, ah, oh, cool, yeah. So I was going to ask you about that. So the image is a really powerful emotive image, um, and. I'd say so. Is, is that the father with his kind of like his head on down on his arm and his hand on his new child's chest? Is it? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's an amazing image. Can you tell us more about that that particular image? Then is that just yeah. right after the birth? Is it? That's minutes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so um, with every uh, with every session I did for that project, I always try to think, uh, what do I want to tell? Um, and, and of course, uh, uh, when, when you have, uh, like 10 or 12 sessions you've already had, you always have to think about what is it going to bring to the project, the next session. Right. So, but with the birth, I was thinking, okay, so I'm doing this, uh, this project, um, and I need a birth because, <laughs> you know, they come into this world. So I need a birth. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then I was doing, I was, um, I was there and I was looking, you know, straight at the legs and um, this baby was coming out and I was thinking, this is not, this is not going to be the photo because, and, and I never, I mean, I've had my own birth, but I've never seen a birth. I've never been, uh, I've never, I never photographed a birth. I did, um, uh, I, I did do some researching and what I could expect as a photographer. 
uh, but I hadn't been present. So and I, I was I was there and I was looking at the baby being born. I was like, no, this this isn't the picture because it can be any baby. Right. You 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 can't see from a picture coming out, you know. So, yeah. uh, and then uh, within minutes, it was driven away uh, to get prepped for the ICU, and that was when I when I walked uh, with the father because the father then goes with the baby. Okay. And that's when I went with with him, and there were two moments where I thought this is the photo, and that was one of them. Oh, it's such a, it is a beautiful, obviously it's a very, well, it's a moving image. It's, um, yeah, it's, it's, it's a powerful image indeed. Is it, does it have a happy ending? Is the child okay? Yes. And, yeah, well, yeah, yeah it, it, it has a, in, in, so this image means, because also it's kind of anonymous, right? Because you can't see the father's face. And yes, the, yeah. the, the thing I hear back from um, fathers is that that's exactly the way they feel. And the thing I hear back from mothers is that now I know how my my partner felt and what happened. Oh, okay. Oh, do you mean that they feel the fathers feel kind of anonymous or? No, know? no. So uh, no, the the emotion that the father has uh, looking okay. at the picture, they they relive that emotion themselves. Uh, of course. Uh, because yeah, because they are the ones going with the baby because the mother stays behind, huh? and uh, the mothers uh, when they see this image think, hey. Uh, now I know what the dad went through. Uh, so on both yeah. ends, that's what makes this image very strong, and that's why it's it 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 also um, is being used a lot. What an amazing thing to have captured, an amazing thing to be able to give both of them and that entire yes. family as well. Yes, and so this boy is now three years old and is walking and doing, but he's already had a couple of more surgeries. Oh, yeah. poor thing. Yeah, is he called K? Is it K? Yeah, K. Yeah, Maybe yeah. K. Oh, Kai, no. in Dutch, Kai. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. What amazing work you're doing, Sandra. That is something, as you say, something so meaningful. So, oh, it's so amazing doing something like that. It's It really is. And you said that you photographed, is it over 30 families? with? Yeah, over 30 families and over 30 uh, situations. So, um, I, I, so the open heart surgery I did as well. And I did a lot of, uh, of, sessions uh in and around the hospital and i really found my heart there oh. yeah. what was that like photographing open heart surgery very um 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 oh i don't know the i was going to say exciting but it's not exciting in the happy thing mm. but um and it's not angst okay um um, I have a word in Dutch in my head, spannend, but I don't know. Oh, cool. I have no idea. Sorry. <laughs> so I, I can only I, imagine all the emotions. It must be very emotional to photograph something like that. I and mean, they were fine with you. You were literally in the operating room. Yes, I was literally in the opera. Yeah, I was standing. Uh, okay, so this is a situation. So I was asked by the parents and they asked uh, the doctors and the heart. So you have a heart cardiologist and the heart surgeon. And in, in Holland, there are only 12 child heart surgeons and this particular guy was um a very is a very young uh, well i i guess around 40 or something um and um so the heart cardiologist called me and he made and i was like okay so i did a heart catheterization i don't know if that's the correct 
English word. Sounds good. <laughs> it sounds good. <laughs> and I had photographed that, and there was six hours with full-on lead because they use um, they use a, a, a run and run, a, a run. Oh, I can't come up with the words. Oh no, you're doing so great. It's so good. I wouldn't know these words even in English anyway. I think. Yes, you would. <laughs> <laughs> if 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 you're broken a leg and you make a scan, oh. how do you call that? Oh, I don't know. I don't know what you mean. A scab. I'm going to Google Translate it. Yeah, do it. Oh, okay, so So the exciting is tensive. Tensive. All right. Yeah. Okay. And the Okay. So the X-ray. Okay. So they. All right. Yeah. Okay. So they use the X-ray, and that you you need to have lead. Uh, on uh, yes. to, to so they use their x-ray to help them navigate the inside of the body where they're going um, with with whatever they're doing so I had done that and I found that that was my first uh, in the surgery kind of uh, situation I found that very um, um, I found that kind of hard as well so I was thinking okay how can I do this open heart surgery because I had talked about we had talked about in the class Okay, what do I need? And I and I and and uh, we we said we need a heart, right? Uh, people working on the heart because that's what they do. Uh, once the kid has a, the most of the kids that have a congenital heart defect, they need surgery on the heart to make it work uh, okay. properly or uh, or via constructions. But um, they they absolutely need that to stay alive, right? Mm-hmm. And. The only thing I thought was, how can I go in and out and get the heart photo? And uh, so I was talking to the heart cardiologist and he said, you know what? Um, I'm going to ask the um, uh, surgeon to call you. And I was like, okay, that would be awesome. And he called me and he talked to me half an hour through the whole process of what uh, what he does, what I would see. And I was like, okay, I need to be there all the way from beginning to end. I need to be there when the baby wakes up until the baby uh because it was a nine month old baby um until the baby is brought to the icu and um so it was like about six or seven hours and yeah and but it the 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 hard thing is when you still see the child but once it's covered up you I, i noticed that i was just doing the job because I knew the photo I wanted, and that was from the heart. But if, uh, um, at the end, it's another photo that really represents that session for me. Wow. What a thing to have done again. Wow. Just very, amazing. Yeah. Yeah. It was very um, special. Yeah. Oh, the whole thing, the whole project that you're doing there, Sandro, is, is yeah, it's just brilliant. It, it really is. And you've got so many images and text on your website about that as well people listening now um, do head to the family.com or the com, and i'll include a link through to that on on your site there sandra do you are you gonna do you have any other kind of like goals for that project like a, i don't know like an exhibition or a book yes, or I would, yeah. yeah i would i would really like an exhibition i would also really uh want to um one of my dreams is to be in one of the magazines here in Holland with this kind of photography. Okay. Uh, so that's one of my big dreams. Um, we've been on television, but I would I would really want to be on television myself t- talking about the project. But the project, a couple of photos of the project have been on a national television show here. Oh, wow. That, that's yeah. cool. Do they credit you? Do they credit you? Nope. 
No, re- oh really? I was only joking, but they didn't. They didn't no. mention. No, oh man. No, and uh, so the amb- so it was. Look, I I make these pictures of this project of. Uh, um, so all of the pictures I make of this project, this foundation is allowed to use however they see fit. Right. Uh, we have uh, uh, arrangements that they they say it's my work when they're when we are talking about the story of one of the children, when they are using images. So that's on Facebook and stuff. When they're using images to uh, because it's a it's a fundraise fundraising uh, foundation. Okay. Mm-hmm. So there are. Uh, always and and um so when they're fundraising the photos i'm not mentioned which i'm fine with because because it's not then about me it's about them and so this uh, particular moment when we when when they went on national television sorry (laughs) that's okay Did it work? No, it doesn't matter. (laughs) it's real life it's real life exactly exactly um so oh, this, sorry, you say when it went on telly, yeah. Yeah, so uh, and, yeah, it, it was the the uh, it was on Yinek, which is one of the, uh, the the major Dutch talk shows here, and uh, the ambassador of this foundation, an, an an actor presenter, and one of the uh, heart cardiologists I photographed went. They they two were uh, sitting at the table. And uh, they were showing photo my photos on the background, which was really really neat. Uh, and um, because of that, there the same evening the foundation got a lot of new um, subscriber. Uh, no, no, not subscribers. Donations. Oh, One, wow, okay. Uh, yeah. Uh, also yearly uh, donations. Yeah. Oh, wow. That must feel great to be having such an impact on that, and to be yeah. actually making such a an actual difference as well. That's super yeah. cool. But that's one of my, I really want to do that. <laughs> yes, you should. You should definitely. Yeah, you should. I, oh, well, well, I really want to make an impact. I, I really want to make a difference. That's what I, yeah. Oh, I, that's what you mean. Yeah, and you really are. You are. No. It's so, it's so cool. And honestly, so cool. A massive respect for you doing doing that. It's, um, yeah, it's amazing. Um, Sandra, let, let's change tack slightly. Let's, yes. Let's change that. I think I've read on one of you on your site or either that the magazine thing. Now you're a bit of a Netflix addict. Did I read that? I think you read that. Uh, yes, I did put that on. <laughs> <laughs> so if you said you mentioned that you've heard a few episodes of the podcast, so you've probably heard. Oh, we've done a little Netflix quiz. Yes, yes, yes. I've yeah. heard. Okay, so <laughs> let's do it. Are there, there, memory. So. <laughs> well, the ones I've chosen, actually, these are all, oh no, a couple of them are quite old and one's more recent. But anyway, so yeah, if anyone's listening to this for the first time, I'm just going to say a movie or a series synopsis and we'll see if Sandra can get it and we'll see if you can get it at home as well. There's a grand <laughs> prize of, of nothing. It's just oh, for, no. just for the, yeah, <laughs> just for the honor. <laughs> Okay, Sandra, are you ready for your first one? Yes, sir. Okay, <laughs> let's, let's, let's do it. So this is a movie, and it's quite an old movie now. Okay, so that's okay. So, an insurance salesman discovers his whole life is actually a reality TV show. Oh, uh, oh, God, is that with um, <laughs> with Woody Harrelson or something? Oh, is he in that? I'm not sure. I haven't seen Why it not? in years. Oh. I don't know. It's oh, what's the main? I can't even remember what the main actor is in it now, though. He's in um, 
Oh, like Ace Ventura films and. Oh, uh, oh God. I don't like him. Uh, the one that does all the funny faces. Yes. Yeah, I can't even think of like Matt. Oh, I don't like him. <laughs> I do not. Yeah. Have you, okay. Because that's a, a, um, the, I'm really from the subtle humor thing and not the really over oh, the, the top. Slapstick humor. stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I'm not normally a kind of slapstick fan. Jim Carrey. Jim exactly. Carrey. That's the actor's name. Yes. Okay. No, I don't know this one. Okay. So the film's called The Truman Show. The Truman ah. Show. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. good actually, and it, yeah. it's quite subtle in that. It's not all slapsticky. It's pretty, yeah, pretty. Yeah, so I have that in mind. I know the, I know the, uh, a, a couple of the scenes. I, I was in mind, but I thought it was Woody Harrelson, but it's this one. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I like Woody Harrelson though. Okay. Woody Harrelson is good. Woody Harrelson yeah. is good. Um, yeah. White Men Can't Jump. It's a great film. Have you seen that with Woody okay. Harrelson? White Men Can't Jump, the basketball film with Woody Harrelson. Oh, not yet. Oh, that's really good. That's yeah, that's kind of classic. That's about twenty-five years old, I think, actually. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay, but let's let's go on to your second one, Sandra. Yeah. Not out of one so far, but that was a tricky one. That was a tricky one. Yeah. <laughs> go ahead. So, okay, so this one is an old series. Okay, this is an old series. Okay, so a young woman destined to slay vampires, demons, oh. and other. Oh, do you know already? Or yeah, Vampire Diaries. Oh, no, it's a different no. one. A different one. This one is even older. It's even really? older. Yeah, so a, a young woman destined to slay vampires, demons, and other infernal creatures deals with her life fighting evil with the help of her friends. I, I know, I know, but I don't it's, know the name. Oh, uh, yeah, it's like an early 90s. It's got Sarah Michelle Gellar in yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. I, I know, I know which one you're talking about. Buffy the Vampire Killer. Yes, boom, nice. <laughs> yes. <you've> got... <laughs> Do you know, I, I don't think I've ever seen that, actually. Ever. Yeah, I've seen a couple, but not not a lot, no. Okay. The va- I have seen quite a bit of the Vampire Diaries that you said. I quite like that. I thought that was quite yeah, good. I don't I don't think I've seen that, but I, I, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> okay, well, that's good. That, that's good so far. Your final one, Sandra. Your okay. Final. Okay, let's go for it. So this is a movie. It's a lot more recent. So it's like oh. only a couple of years old. Okay, so greed and class discrimination threaten the newly formed relationship between the wealthy Park family and the destitute Kim clan. <laughs> I know it's not a very good synopsis, is it? It um. I have no Can can you give a hint? Yeah, it's, so it actually won best uh, picture at the Oscars a, a couple of years ago. It's a, I think it's like a South Korean film, I think. Oh, goodness. No idea. Uh, okay, it's called Parasite. Parasite. No, I, I wouldn't have known that. Okay, yeah. that's, I wouldn't have known that anyway. No, that is a good film, though. You should watch it. Hey, one out of three is good. You know, a lot of people don't get any, Sandra, so that is good well, going. that's not quite true. I've heard a lot of them getting... <laughs> <laughs> no, not I many. <laughs> I think more people get none, none so it's good. Yeah. It's good. Okay. Well, <laughs> Why I'll, you wa- I'll just be in the group one. <laughs> <laughs> what are you watching at the moment? Are you watching anything good? Yeah, I'm watching. We're watching um, the morning show. Uh, I, I I bought a new um, Mac because my Macs are f- so old that I really needed a new one, and uh, I got a three month uh, free Apple TV thing with it. Yeah. And um, so I'm watching the the morning show, and I'm watching Ted Lasso. Have you seen that? That's I've that's I've, awesome. I've seen the first series of Ted Lasso, and I absolutely loved it. I've not watched yeah. the second series yet. Are you on the second series yet? It's, I love it. It's, uh, it's, you know, this is just like the humor, which 
you're just, you just have a lovely evening. Oh right? yeah. I mean, it's, 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 it's funny. It's, I, I know I, 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 I really, I really like it. And I'm watching on Netflix. I'm watching gentrified. Oh, not heard of that. No, is that good? Yeah. I, I watch a lot of, um, South, uh, Spanish or South American, um, uh, oh, cool. series and this is uh it's it's it, it plays in uh, in america but it's of a, a latino um or, um community okay just being gentrified which uh um add, add it to the list yeah it's it's a good one i think i like i like it and uh, and with the kids we're watching um uh, I'm watching with uh, marie i'm watching supergirl and with uh, with tom uh, we're which we're watching merlin Oh, cool. I've, I've watched a bit of Merlin. Yeah, yeah good. Yeah. Very, nice, very nice. Very well put together as well. Good stuff. Those are all good recommendations for anyone wanting to watch something at the moment. And yeah, Ted Lasso, as you say, is, I, I just thought that was beautiful, honestly. The first series, it's heartwarming. It's such yes. it's funny. It's um, oh. it's great. I love it's it. Everything. And, I, and what I love is, of course, the English, um, you know, it's in English and American, yeah. American going through the I yeah, really I really oh. enjoy that. And what I also enjoy is it's just fun. It's just fun. It's not, mm. you know, they're they're. It's just fun. Yeah, totally. Watch. There are some heavy things around at the moment. It's nice to have a bit of es escapism. I think at times, definitely. Exactly. That's exactly right. Mm. That's yeah, exactly. definitely. And I've got to try the morning show because that, that's with Jennifer Aniston, isn't it? Yeah, Jennifer Aniston and Reese Witherspoon, which yeah. uh, very a very good show. Yeah. Uh, cool. Uh, I'll have to yeah. try that as well. Good yeah. stuff. Cool. We've, we've just started to watch um, Below Deck. I don't know if you've ever seen that. No. Uh, it's a, a reality TV series uh, following oh. like the crews of like luxury yachts, um, oh. liners, stuff. Mm. So it's like the love boat, but then uh, different. <laughs> yes. Kind of, yeah. Yeah. And it's honestly, it's, it's, I guess you would call it trashy, but yeah. I like it. It's fun. I like it. It's good. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, I actually really, you know, I, a lot of the time people are kind of, they don't want to say they like reality TV programs, but I really like it. I like watching real life. You know, I just find m people's honest, real conversations. It can be so much more interesting than scripted stuff a lot of the time. So Yeah, but I also find it, I find it kind of difficult sometimes because, uh, because the, 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 the shows that they are showing are so, are, are kind of over the top, right? They can be, can't they? Yes, definitely. Uh. Yeah, that is true. I'm like, uh, okay. <laughs> mm, yeah, no, I know what you mean. I, I, I like the series and I like, uh, I like doc. Yeah. I like series and, and movies and I love, uh, the detective or the, um, oh, do you like crime things? And yeah. Oh yeah. But I'm, I'm yeah. into lighter stuff as well. A wide range. It's a good way to be. Yes. It's a good way to be. <laughs> yes. Cool, Sandra. Let, let's go back to your photography. Um, yes. You mentioned early on as well about day in the life shoots. And, yeah. you know, if a photographer was specifically looking to get more day in the life shoots, do you have any, I don't know, thoughts or advice on how they might get more? You know, do you remember how you got your first day in the life shoot, for example? Yeah, that's just asking for it. <laughs> yeah. Well, in, with your lo local network of friends and things or? Yeah, I, we we started uh, with a with a really small group of people uh, doing it here in the Netherlands, um, and I remember that we did an exchange, uh, oh, cool. which was of course idea. unpaid. Mm. Um, That's a really good idea, though, to get the experience and to get portfolio shots as well. Yeah. Well. That, yeah, that's how you start, right? You start with trying to, uh, and what I did, I never, I never um, um, 
ask for people on social media, but I ask families that I uh, really would like to photograph and that are are okay with me. Um, Using the images or? Yeah, exactly. Mm. And in Holland, it is quite, I, I find it quite difficult. Actually, I just sold today my first year in a life package. Oh, wow. Year in a life. That's amazing. Cool. Yeah. How how did that happen? Was that a, a past client who you'd done some work for? No, 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 no. So I have been a sponsor here. Uh, so I sponsor like my, my time and my photography for that foundation, but I also do that for the hockey club. Oh, cool. And, okay. um, yeah. So that those are the things I do. So if the hockey club needs photos or they're i'm with their business club and uh, they have meetings i make pictures of that like event kind of pictures uh-huh. and um so one of the ladies from uh one of the new members of the uh, business club she had a friend um and uh the father of the friend always works in the garden all year round he was a gardener or um, if that's the correct word for it Mm -hmm. Um, and she really wanted to gift this to her and this lady i just spoke to her was so enthusiastic uh, about um, what i did what i'm doing and loved it so much that she said i want to do it all year round wow that's (laughs) cool yeah that's very cool so what will that entail in the in the year in the life you know what how many kind of shoots will you do so for me, um, I'm putting 16 to 20 hours in it. Right. Wow. Um, yeah, and and they can use it however they see fit. In okay. the sense, but there's also a restriction <laughs> because there needs to be at least one day in life, uh, and then at minimum four hours. So because I really uh, feel that because I don't want them to use their hours only on birthday parties or something like that. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and I want I want I want them to have their real life documented and this lady really wants that so that's awesome i i'm meeting her on monday for the first two hour session so i'm really uh, really excited and looking forward to that but that's cool yeah but it it has been i mean i i've started since in 2015 with documentary family photography and and it's it's a hard sell right okay it's a hard sell and um is that because you think i mean is that because people don't know it kind of even exists as a service or is it because you think people are more interested in lifestyle they don't want their their real life warts and all to be shown or what's oh i i think they don't know Mm. about it uh because all the ones that know about it or have have done it and see the photos they love it in my experience they really really love it and um uh, because I've also seen it with all the series I've made for my project, how um, touching and how happy people are with the uh, images. I've also photographed um, um, a, f- a family. Well, their daughter um, is is sick, and um, mm. she. Uh, so, so the mother spent a lot of spends a lot of her time. They spend a lot of her, their time in the hospital, and yeah. um, so and the mother wanted to have this time documented. And the nurses from that hospital knew me through my project, gave her my folder, and she said, "And this is what I want." And she told me that um, because there are also tears 
because uh, in the yeah. hospital it's not always fun. And, yeah, yeah, I bet. And there's anticipation of what is coming because this child is was five, turned six. Uh, while I was photographing uh, them, I, I think I photographed them three or four times now. And, and that this wasn't a year in life, but they booked loose, uh, they lose sessions. And mm -hmm. one of them I did for free because she, she did, she has gotten last year, uh, the first surgery for kids. So every time she lays down, she stops breathing. Yeah. And it, it has nothing to do with her lungs. It's something to do with their hypophysia. Wait, let me, let me. Let me get the correct English word. <laughs> okay. Oh gosh, it sounds terrible though. Yeah, it's very. Um... Oh God, I don't know how to. Must be hard to spell, even in any language like that. Hypo. Yeah, it says hypo hypophysi. Hypo. I yeah, I don't know what. Okay, the pit. <laughs> It says now here the pituitary gland, the one in uh, the one in your brain that gives out all the signals. Okay. To your to your limbs and to your uh, to everything. Right. Anyway, there, there's kind of like a, a shortcut or sh um, uh, not a shortcut, uh, um, uh, um, a, a malfunction, so to speak. Okay. Mm -hmm. uh, so she ha now has a pacer. Not a so you have your your pacemaker for the heart, and she has a pacer for her lungs. Well, wow, outside of her body, and uh, so this mother told me how important these pictures are for them, and I've I've heard this from a couple of the mothers uh, I did the uh, the healthcare um, reportages with, um, how important this will be, and and is already for the. Um, for going through all the emotions, um, um, I can imagine. Um, oh, I'm I'm really I'm now. And you know what, what it is? I've only learned languages uh, through their own language. So for me, translating in my head, I'm 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 thinking of the words she says in Dutch, and I'm <laughs> hard to translate. So that's what's happening. Oh, um, but you, you honestly, you don't have to worry, Sandra. You're amazing. Your English is amazing. It's okay. So um, wow. Again, what kind of important work to be doing? Proper well, that's meaningful. We, that's what we all can are doing, right? Uh, so what? I mean, we're gifting these families these memories, which they can, and 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 in this special uh, occasion. Okay, so I wanted to finish what she said. So she said, um, uh, "It's okay to be to have to to see tears and be sad, and it's very important that she sees that also on on photo that that's okay because then it's allowed to be there." Mm -hmm. And so I found that very strong. I, I really, really thought, oh, okay, you know, this is not, this is not how you. I mean, lifestyle is all happy and 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 maybe, and uh, but the meltdowns in life, uh, the moments that are not um, uh, so nice, those are also important to document. So true. When the people want it documented, and like these, the this lady said, um, for their okay, so now I have the word, I, I remember the word again. Uh, <laughs> so, for their um, processing of what's going on, okay, later, yeah, um, th these images will be really important. That's what she told me. So, I find that very 
moving yeah gosh totally yeah it's an amazing it's amazing it is it's amazing um yeah. just makes me really think i need to i need to be doing need to be doing more of it uh i always say that in this podcast because i hear you just, say in, in i know sorry yeah I know. No, no you don't, don't apologize but it's so funny because it, i think in your situation you're 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 listening to so many uh, people and because of who we are we all have like a different angle of, of why we do this work uh why we do this documentary family photography everybody has their own story of why they're doing it and you're assimilating all of that i guess that's true yeah <laughs> oh, I, I i absolutely love it i love talking um to different people but yeah you're right it's like i don't know a lot of the time it can make me feel like i don't know that i'm just not Anyway, but oh, it doesn't matter. It's not about me anyway, so it doesn't matter. Let's, anyway, Sandra. Oh, very let's, easy to talk to. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Thank you. And, um, and this is so interesting, honestly. I'm, lo I'm loving talking to you, loving it. But oh, I, I've, I've just cool. looked down. It's been over an hour already. Over oh, an hour. That's <laughs> flown. I love, that. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I wanted to ask you about another element of your work, though, before yeah. we go. Because um, I, I saw on your website as well that as well as family photography, you also do documentary photography for businesses as well yes. which uh, i think sounds great so i just think people would be interested to you know to hear a bit more about that side to to knowing that then you can go in and actually do documentary stuff for businesses and it's not just kind of just headshots that you often see in the corporate world you do you do, you do actually do documentary work yeah so i try to uh, incorporate the documentary approach what i do in families um in my uh, work with businesses because it all, I mean businesses is a little bit easier uh, to um, to earn money from right okay and because I've I also worked 20 years in uh, in businesses I I really uh, love the environments and I uh, when I'm there I you know I love the way they talk and I and I understand a lot of what they're saying so if That's I have right. an event I do it that way uh, which is similar to the wedding photography, right? Uh, yes. Okay. What, 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 you, what you do or what your colleagues do um, in the documentary form. Mm -hmm. And um, so, of course, there will be headshots. But what I try to what I'm trying to do is also um, telling them how important it is that. Uh, so if there's a branding for. Um, uh, an entrepreneur I try to always figure out if they uh, uh, what they do with their working day and mm -hmm. um, from there try to pick uh, to make pictures uh, of their real life working which is not always very simple because a lot of entrepreneurs work alone mm -hmm. and they have a kind they, they need images for social media so sometimes it's staged some sometimes it's it's a little bit of mix of everything but i do mm -hmm. try to i do try to uh tell them um uh and especially if they give courses or training or that kind of things that it's really awesome if i'm there to photograph that that's really cool. I think as you say on your magazine thing as well, how, you know, people are so used to seeing this kind of like static headshots and, and, and they kind of ignore them. And then to see like real people doing their real job, things that makes them 
well, you know, the, the exciting thing about them actually physically doing their job, it makes a big difference to actually show that, I think. Exactly. And that's what I found out during my project, uh, because how the uh, healthcare uh, worker, I don't know, how, how do you call that in English? I, I say healthcare workers. I don't know. Oh, uh, yeah, I think that's good. That's fine. Yeah. Health workers, healthcare workers. Health, health workers, um, how they do their job, how they reacted to the photos. And also those heart surgeons and heart cardiologists. I had, um, I did one with a very, uh, with someone who had, they had a pro program here called Top Doctors, and uh, one of those top doctors, <laughs> yeah. quotes, quote, uh, quote, unquote, um, he, uh, because we, we've made a book, I didn't tell that, but we made a book with, uh, for this foundation with yeah, all cool. pictures of me, and, and, it, and, it, go, and, it, and it begins with, um, well, in, in the tummy, and it ends with, uh, well, there's also death in it, but it's also... Uh, it ends with finding a job and during that whole, so it's the whole lifespan of a, a kid with a, a congenital heart defect uh, okay, right. and it's filled with information, um, a, a story of the, the one I photographed. Uh, um, I'm doing a lot of ums, I'm very sorry. Oh, that's okay. No, no, I didn't even notice. I don't notice, honestly. Actually. Okay, good. So annoying. Um, <laughs> I'm doing it again. Um. <laughs> <laughs> So the book um, has information from the healthcare people. Um, <laughs> this, yeah, now, now we're going to notice it. Yeah, no. <laughs> the funny. stories, the stories of the kids, and my photos. So it's a very complete book. And the idea is that anyone who uh, find any family who finds finds out in the in the twenty week echo echo, we call it the twenty week. The, oh, like, echo. Oh, the scan type thing yeah okay. so the 20 week scan um that they're having a baby with a congenital heart defect gets this book for free from the foundation and is given it, it is given by the kin, uh, the heart the the heart cardiologist well the child one wow. I, I guess it's called pediatric for you guys right oh, yes yeah heart yeah cardiologist yeah right. and for that book i uh, we need uh, i was invited uh, one of my very last sessions to this top doctor and he um commented later on when he sees the when he saw the photos he said it's it's like looking at a rembrandt with the oh, light wow. and the tension you you pictured the tension so well and i was like oh my god he's seeing it you know it's not only the because what you see in what you what you're seeing now on because I've I've um, did a lot of videos like cold. You remember cold calling? Do you know what that is? Yeah, well, uh, well uh, just picking up the phone and yeah, calling, just calling yeah. a business and saying, "Look, yes. I want." Yeah. yeah. So um, I did that uh, for a few moments at another job, and now, so now I'm doing. I, I did like uh, I, I think I did like about thirty messages to to. Uh, uh, hospitals, but also other caregiver uh, organizations here in Holland this last half year. Okay. And, um, oh yeah. Okay. So, uh, the, the pictures you're seeing now a lot are very clinical and very blue and very, it's not a lot of warmth mm -hmm. in photos, right? The ones you see, you, you see a lot on healthcare things. And I was like, okay, so he gets it. He is getting the way I'm photographing, and that's and the people that are uh, that are reacting to my photos, uh, the healthcare workers that I'm I have put in in my reportage in my uh, reportages um, in my sessions, they feel it and they see how they work, and they're and yeah, 
it's okay. it's so beautiful and i i yeah i just well, yeah i i just think that's so cool again that you're that you're giving these these moments and these kind of outlooks to all these different types of people not just the families themselves of the people um that you're photographing but all like the whole um uh eight not agency the foundation that you're kind of working for you're supplying them with so much great stuff and then these people the people that are working in it the families as well and then you're actually helping to raise money and awareness as well and it's it's an amazing thing yeah yeah and so i think i think we can uh, as a documentary family photographers we can mean also a lot to uh, businesses and to these kinds of organizations with real life photos i really 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 believe that i think Mm -hmm. that um look for in documentary family photography, we do it so that children who see themselves in family photos feel that they are important, appreciated, and that we are proud of them. But that is, you can just like do, uh, I put an is an equal sign, and 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 put it on 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 businesses. I mean, uh, yeah. I had um, an inquiry last year of. They wanted uh, photos out of my projects for a book, but this was a totally different organization than where I made the photos of. And I said, don't you want photos in your book from your own people, with your own people? Do you think, how would your people feel if they would see their photos in your book? Mm-hmm. You know, instead of, and I, I didn't, it, it didn't feel right to me to be selling uh, I, 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 photos uh, out of that project from other hospitals i didn't do that um that uh, that's what i that's what i did say to them you know and i and i really believe that totally yeah i totally get that mm. oh it's so it's just been so interesting honestly sandra talking to you um i've got, got to end it i could just talk to you for another hour or so but well, i could too <laughs> that's fun and you're very easy to talk to very easy oh, well so are you thank you thank you so much for coming on and being so open and just talking so well about everything and it, honestly I, I don't know why you shouldn't have apologized at all for forgetting a couple of words your english is just amazing i would think that you're just a normal like a native english speaker honestly i really would so yeah. Yeah. yeah the funny thing is that i didn't think because of the situations are happening in dutch in my dutch life uh, so to speak then i'm thinking of the dutch word and i can't translate it while i'm talking it's hard for me oh, to translate no, it in english and that's what's happening I but know, i have exactly the same thing if i have uh, if i if i've had something which happens to me in english and i'm trying to yeah, we'll put it back into Dutch. Yeah, <laughs> I have exactly the same thing. I'll always have that. Always have oh, that. Yeah. No, honestly, you're you're brilliant. It's so good. Um, and people listening now, as I say, do head to thisreportagefamily.com or thisreportage.com. I'll include a link through to Sandra's work and um, the specific page on your site as well with uh, the project on the children with congenital heart defects. And and what you're doing is just so amazing, Sandra. It really is. It's um, it's thanks it's so really, much. Making, thanks so making much, Alan. Yeah, uh, yeah. We're, I'm trying to, and if, if, if anybody has questions or wants to know stuff, they can always contact me. And I oh, have, thank you. Uh, yeah, and I have, I have um, uh, with Christy Agema, who, who is a birth photographer here in Holland. We have uh, like a, uh, we work together in giving education as well. We've started that uh, since oh, cool. year, and uh, yeah, that's great. Work. I can include a link through to that as well. That's, oh, that that's would great. be awesome. <laughs> oh, I know. I was going to mention because whilst I was doing a little bit of research on you, I saw that you've got your own podcast as well. So I could include a link through to your podcast. Yeah, except I, w- I, I started that very enthusiastically. 
<laughs> and I have loads of ideas of of of, um, uh, of things I would want to talk about, but it just the time flies, Alan. How do you yeah. do that? <laughs> well, I, I I don't think I'm not as busy as you. With you do so many photography projects, you know. So yeah, it's it is a lot of work though, isn't it? It is a lot of work to do. Probably. Well, that, that's that's true. I was uh, I did a, a talk for my business uh, club about this project, and I was uh, talking counting the image i made about sixty thousand images wow. where i i uh, selected and um um and processed about five thousand and there's so many hours yeah it, it, oh, it, yeah it, it, it's been uh, well it, three years work wow yes of course you're so busy you don't need to be doing one year, one year in total not not three i mean three years in in time right but I'm thinking, yeah, working-wise, uh, it could have been a year's salary. <laughs> wow, gosh, yeah. But I'll include a link through. So you've got a few episodes out there, haven't you? But I've not, not been able to listen to them because they're in Dutch, aren't they? I can't. Yeah, I can't. they're in Dutch. They're too. Now, I was thinking if I would want to um, maybe um, interview someone and it would be an English person, I would do it in English. And yeah, that would be easy to be able to do it in English. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Totally. But I know I'll, I will include a link through to that. It'd be awesome if you, if you do more. And um, yeah, and Sandra, honestly, thank you so much for coming on and talk to me. I've really enjoyed talking to you. Hopefully I'll get to meet you in the flesh one day. Oh, that would be nice. Thanks so much. And thanks for asking me. I, I well, enjoyed myself. Oh, I really enjoyed it as well. Thank you. Thank you. Well, keep well. And yeah, as I say, hopefully meet you at some point. Yeah, thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. You've been listening to the 97th episode of the This Is Reportage podcast. Both Sandra and her work are so inspirational. I hope you enjoyed listening today. Head to thisreportagefamily.com or thisreportage.com for links to Sandra's family website, business website, her mentoring and workshops with Christia Gamer, and to see the specific Reportage Family Award she talks about on the episode too. We now have 97 episodes of the podcast available where we speak to family and wedding photographers from all over the world, delve into our back catalogue to hear from the likes of Anna Hardy, Catherine Kuhlenberg, Marina Meadows, Julia Rose Grime, Barbara Puchter, Emma Collins, Lisa Hu Chen, Ange Waterton, Stefana Ferrell, Lisa Winner, Kevin Kafash, Marnix de Stichter, Ross Harvey, Philip Swiggers, Sana de Block, David Scholes and many, many more. If you're not a member of the Shepardage or the Shepardage family, check out all the benefits of joining us, including an unlimited number of images on your profile, 60 individual award and 18 story award entries per year, invites to our physical meetups and parties, exclusive discounts, hours of educational videos featuring tips and advice from some of the world's best photographers, and much more too. Entries are now open for our first award collections of 2022, where it will be the start of an all-new awards year. The deadline is the same for both our wedding site and our family site. Submit by 2359 GMT on 24th of January 2022. I can't say 2022. You know what I mean, though. <laughs> if you'd like to be on our top 100 photographers or top storytellers list for 2022, you have the best chance if you submit to the first collection of the year. No poses, nothing staged. This is Reportage. And this is bye for now. <laughs>